You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed. Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 138. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 9. The Lord said this parable, There was a rich man who had a steward, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his goods. And he called him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your stewardship, for you can no longer be steward. And the steward said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the stewardship away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do, so that people may receive me into their houses when I am put out of the stewardship. So, summoning his master's debtors one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, And how much do you owe? He said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and write eighty. The master commended the dishonest steward for his shrewdness, for the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous mammon, so that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal habitations. Father, would you give us an overview of this parable? This is one that may not be as familiar to most people, and perhaps it's not one of the best understood parables. Yeah, I I think you're correct about that, Jason. It's not familiar to a lot of people, and I think it's probably because the parable is confusing as translated, and I'm sure we can get into that soon, because it actually sounds like the steward is doing something bad, but then he's praised for it. So obviously would be confusing for most people. But just to give a brief overview, I would say that we need to understand two things up front. The first is that this term that's translated steward is the Greek word ekonomos. And ekonomos is important in the Greek household because the ekonomos is the chief slave, the one who manages the affairs of the Roman patrician within the household. And it's important here in this parable and also in Paul's writings because Paul himself is presented as the ekonomos, the chief slave, being the chief apostle to the Gentiles. And we'll see how that plays out specifically in this parable. But before that, I want to highlight the second aspect of this overview, and that is that we can understand this parable best in light of Luke chapter 15, which of course comes right before where you began today, this first section of chapter 16. And that parable in chapter 15 is the famous parable of the prodigal son. And we know that the parable of the prodigal son is referencing the Gentiles. The son who had been faithful represents Israel, who had been under covenant with God since the time of the great patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But this parable of the prodigal son then hints to the uniting of the Gentiles, of their return to the family of God as the prodigal son returns and is put back into good standing by his loving father. So these two things I think we should keep in mind as we discuss today's parable. Yeah, as you mentioned, Father, this parable is a little confusing. I think the most confusing part is verse 9, which reads, quote, And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous mammon, so that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal habitations, end quote. Can you explain 
what on earth that means because as you said it really is confusing to say make friends by unrighteous mammon and actually sounds completely contrary to what you would expect Jesus to say. Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally confusing. I was confused about it for a long time. And this is ultimately related to the English mistranslation. So, you know, let's just go through the text, I think, and hopefully uh, we can make this a little clearer. Sounds good. So starting in verse one, we hear about the steward who I believe is again, referring to uh, the apostle Paul and by extension to anyone who becomes like him, who becomes faithful in the gospel. And then we hear this steward was accused of wasting the rich man's goods. And of course, we know that St. Paul was accused of this as well, that he was wasting his time on ministering to the Gentiles, the people who were despised by his fellow Jews. So being put out of the stewardship, being rejected by the Jews, the steward in this story, as Paul again himself did in real life, goes to the debtors, goes to the Gentiles. And immediately he starts to offer leniency and forgiveness to these debtors, just as Paul did with the Gentile community through the, offering them the forgiveness that's found in the gospel message, the gospel teaching. Another thing to point out is the significance of the numbers. We have the debtors owing a hundred of each of the various items, but the steward has them written down to 50 and 80. The 50 could be a reference to the year of Jubilee, the 50th year, when all the slaves were released from captivity and the land was returned to its original owners, sort of resetting things, economically speaking, so that no one would get too far ahead and no one would get too far behind. And then the number 80, likely a reference to the eschaton, being an extension of the number 8, which is a reference to the 8th day, to the day of resurrection, to the day of the eternal kingdom. So far this makes sense, I'm, I'm following you, but then we get to verse 9, which I, which I mentioned earlier. Would you explain that, the, the part about making friends by unrighteous mammon? Yeah, so that's where we get to this poor translation. What it should say in English in verse 8, and I think this will make a lot more sense, is, the master commended the steward to the unjust because he dealt shrewdly, or even it can be translated wisely. And it should say that instead of calling him the unjust steward. He's not an unjust steward. He's the steward to the unjust or the steward to the unrighteous, which of course means he's the steward to the Gentiles who were ipso facto unjust. And then in verse 9, we can understand that we're being told to make friends with or of the unrighteous Gentiles. That verse also says often it's translated so that when you fail, but the other translation can be in this often actually uh, in the footnotes, it could also be so that when it fails, they may receive you into an everlasting home. The it then would be a reference to the gospel mission to the Jews. When that mission and by the time of Luke's gospel, this mission is by and large failing, this mission to the Jews. And it's why the focus then becomes on the Gentiles, because Paul is having great success with them. And he talks about this explicitly in his epistle to the Romans and how hopefully his success there will ultimately draw back in the Jews. But to sum this up, the steward in this parable is being commended by his master because as the mission to the Jews failed, he doesn't give up, but instead takes the gospel to the unrighteous Gentiles who accept the message and end up bearing great fruit for the master. This is why Paul is commended as the steward to the unjust, the steward to the Gentiles. And ultimately, as we know from church history, this is where the success was found in bringing the gospel to the nations. 
I really appreciate you clarifying this text and, and making a much more sense of it, Father. The final thing I want to point out is that this reading today doesn't include the entire parable. Uh, the reading appointed in our church ends with verse 9, but the parable continues through verse 13 in our Bibles. Is there anything of importance in the concluding verses of Luke 16, uh, verses 10 through 13 that you'd like to comment on, Father? Yeah, why don't you go ahead, Jason, uh, read these verses for our hearers. That's a good idea. So uh, here the, Jesus said, quote, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Thank you. So ultimately what Jesus is saying here is that if you're faithful in what is least, in other words, if you are faithful in serving the unrighteous Gentiles, who again were despised you know, by the Jews, if you're faithful in serving the outcast and the disenfranchised, then the true riches of the kingdom will be presented to you. Again, that's what happened with St. Paul himself. He was faithful in attending to the mission to the Gentiles, and that is how he became known and recognized even to our day as the great apostle. Thank you, Father. Today's episode revealed why the parable from today's reading should not be referred to as the unjust steward, but rather the steward to the Gentiles. Father Aaron explained by first pointing out that confusion exists due to the English translation. To clearly understand what Jesus was saying, we first need to recognize that the word translated as steward is the Greek word ekonomos. This term ekonomos has been discussed in previous episodes of our podcast. And to briefly recap, this term refers to the chief slave of the Roman household. This is important to understand as St. Paul is understood as the ekonomos to the Gentiles. It is also helpful to keep in mind that this parable is preceded by the parable of the prodigal son, in which the faithful son represents Israel and the prodigal son represents the Gentiles. Then beginning in verse 1, we hear this steward was accused of wasting the rich man's goods, just as St. Paul was accused of wasting his time on ministering to the Gentiles. And just as the steward in this parable goes on to do later in this reading, St. Paul goes to the debtors, the Gentiles, and offers leniency and forgiveness. And so the seemingly confusing verse 9, which references unrighteous mammon, is a reference to taking the gospel to the Gentiles. Finally, in the concluding verses of this parable, we read of Jesus telling his hearers that in faithfulness to serving the outcasts and the marginalized, the true riches of the kingdom will be offered to you. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. Alleluia, glory to thee, O God. Alleluia, 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 glory to thee, O God.